0: Hello, SFFEL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jed Northington, recording a little early on February 19th, and today I am talking about shared world stories. And by shared world, I mean multiple authors writing in the same world. Pretty straightforward, right? But not that common. There are not that many of these, although I do feel like we are starting to see more, which I'm super excited about, as I am super excited to talk about the two that I have for you today. But before I get into those picks, let us hear about our sponsor, which is Flatiron Books, publisher of Tales from the Hinterland by Melissa Albert. This is a gorgeously illustrated collection of 12 original stories by the New York Times bestselling author of The Hazelwood and the Night Country, Journey into the Hinterland, a brutal and beautiful world where a young woman spends the night with death, brides are wed to a mysterious house in the trees, and an enchantress is killed twice and still lives. It is perfect for new readers and dedicated fans alike, and Tales from the Hinterland includes gorgeous illustrations by Jim T as well as foil stamping two color interior printing and two color printed end papers and if you don't know what that means it basically means it's real fancy and pretty Uh, we've talked about melissa albert a bunch on the show so you probably already know about this but just in case you didn't again that is tales from the hinterland by melissa albert from Flatiron books thanks so much for sponsoring All right, so let's talk about shared worlds. I'm excited by this topic, if you couldn't tell. Um, And the first one I want to talk about is the one that I most recently read that got me thinking about this topic. And if you are a Get Booked listener, you did hear me recommend this book recently on our cozy show. But I only got to talk about sort of the feel of the book because that was what was appropriate in the context of that. And I did not get to talk about the world building or the context for this book. So I'm going to do that here, and I'm really excited about it. So Two Dark Moons by Avi Silver is the first book in the Sauni cycle, but it is also a book that takes place in this broader world of the shale. So the shale is a shared world that is a collaboration between a bunch of people um, created initially by Avi Silver and their partner Sienna Tristan. And I was so curious about some of the world-building choices in Two Dark Moons that when I had finished, I emailed Silver to be like, can I just ask you some questions about what you're doing here? And they were very kind and emailed me back um, and gave me all kinds of context. And I really appreciated that. And it's super interesting. So the general storyline of Two Dark Moons is it follows this young woman who has been born into a world in which which uh, astrology is a huge part of the culture. Um, and the two moons, as you might guess, are a big part of that. But your, your sort of moon phase determines things like, you know, not just your personality markers, which uh, many of us are already familiar with. I'm a Pisces, for example. But in this story, it also determines things like gender, uh, which is fascinating, So that's one of the world building thoughts that they are playing with here. Another one is what if dinosaurs, which I think we can all be excited about. I love like a big lizard story and there are giant lizards roaming around the world that our main character, Somang, has to deal with in ways that she was not expecting to have to deal with. And there are also uh, other human communities that, you know, Somang doesn't come into to contact with until the very end of this book, which I will say ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. But it is still a pretty satisfying start. And the next book comes out in July. So we don't have too long to wait. Um and they have created this language, uh, that a, a naming system in this book. And um, Silver told me that it was inspired both by Korean and Brazilian Portuguese. Um, so there, if you're familiar with either of those languages, you'll see some, you know, maybe phonemes or uh, diphthongs and whatnot that are familiar. But they've created something new out of all of these different influences. And it's a really fascinating world. I loved reading about all of it. And what I love the most is how natural all of that introduction of the world feels because you are just so caught up in So Meng's story. She is at this turning point in her life. She was supposed to have her big coming of age ceremony. And it all has not happened because of this huge disruption of their lives caused in part by the giant dinosaur lizards. And so she's rebelling, sort of, and getting taken to task by the elders in the in the community. And they're like, we'll find something new for you to do. And then, you know, in the course of doing that new job, she falls off the side of the mountain where they live. And, like, it's a whole situation. It's a whole adventure. And it is—it's uh, really, really— wholesome in a very nice way right now for me. Wholesome is is valuable in terms of my reading brain. Um, there's hope, there's thoughtfulness, there's very human, interesting interactions. There's also a lot of really funny moments, and then of course there's lots of adventure and daring do, and so there's so much to love here. Um, and I have not seen a project like this. Uh, it's, it, was, it started out on Kickstarter. They're still running a Patreon. They're self-publishing as far Far as I can tell, or that, or it's an extremely small press. Um, but they're doing an amazing job with it. It's a really cool indie project. And I am very excited to have found it and to be reading more of it. So I have the other books that take place in this world on my list, including the sequel to Two Dark Moons, which again is coming in July. Um, And yeah, I'm super excited to dive in more. They've got all kinds of like quizzes and world building backgrounds and stuff on the website. It's extremely built out. You can spend a lot of time diving into it. And I definitely recommend giving it a look. I will add a link to the site in the show notes. So that's our fantasy pick. The other one I'm going to talk about, the science fiction pick, is one from Serial Box, who, and that's Serial. S-E-R-I-A-L, who I know I've talked about on the show before. They've been doing really interesting things with share wor- shared worlds. They've built out these, you know, sort of franchises around specific uh, some new, some old properties. So, for example, um, Ellen Kushner's uh, Swordspoint series has become a whole world for lots of authors to play around in. And I know I talked about that one. The one I want to talk about right now, though, is science fiction. It's The Vela. And I have read season one and really enjoyed it. And the writers, you will see why. The writers are Yoon Ha Lee, Becky Chambers, S.L. Huang, and River Solomon. Like, could you imagine a better lineup of writers or one more likely to get me excited to read it? Like, the answer is no. Um It's an amazing lineup. I really loved this series. It takes place in a sort of interplanetary system where the sun is dying in part because the, you know, wealthier sort of more advanced planets have been siphoning the energy for themselves. And so if you are on one of these other planets, you are basically a planetary refugee. Your resources have been depleted through no fault of your own. And, you know, they're not going to necessarily let all of you come onto the planet that has the resources. How relevant is this story? <laughs> um, and, and there are so many different characters. Uh, in particular, it starts off with a soldier who is a refugee and an immigrant and has managed to make a life for herself herself. And she's a former soldier. She's now kind of work for hire. Um, And she gets hired by the president of this, like, fancy planet who needs her to investigate the disappearance of a refugee ship called the Vela. And what she's told is that this is, like, a humanitarian disaster and all they want to do is, you know, find the refugees and help them settle down. But, of course, nothing is as it seems. She finds out there's much more going on. She gets saddled with, you know, people who she doesn't want to work with. She's kind of prickly in that delightful way. And you get, you know, lots of different actiony adventury hijinks. There's break ins and space battles and subterfuge and conspiracies and assassination attempts and just so much action. And what's amazing is how well the story is handed off from author to author. Unlike, you know, the shales where each author is taking a part of the world and telling a story about it. um, And so those stories are connected by the world itself, but maybe not necessarily by characters from what I understand of it so far. This is authors playing with the same characters in the same season, quote unquote, uh, in the same, you know, storyline and the way they hand it off. And develop on these themes and the action and the characters is stunning to see. It's really cool. I can only imagine... How much collaboration and cross checking and, you know, referencing of things this must have taken for them to pull off. But they do an incredible job. And I'm really excited that I thought about this because now it means that I can go and read season two, which is out as well and has amazing authors attached to it. And yeah, it's just a really, I think it's a really interesting kind of project, especially in sci fi fantasy, to see authors playing around in these great big world building ways and making, you know, these very tight, fascinating page turning stories out of it. So I hope to continue to see more of these and to find more of them. Uh if you have suggestions, always, always shoot us an email, yeah at bookriot.com, and I would love to hear them. Uh thanks go out to our sound editor dr Baker, who fixes all of our flubs and pauses and startovers. Thank you so much to them uh thanks to you for listening we super appreciate that thank you so much for your emails always send those to us at sff at bookriot.com if you have theme suggestions or questions or feedback for the show we love to see it speaking of feedback you can review us on apple podcasts if you are so inclined and it does help other sci-fi fantasy friends to find the show And in between shows, you can find us online. I'm mostly on Instagram these days at IamJenIRL. That's I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And we'll talk to you next time.